Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. Hi, I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 39, The Monster of Phineas and Ferbenstein. So this is the one where basically there's two different stories. There's Dr. D's story about his great, 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 whatever, whatever. I'm sorry, I forgot. Dr. Jekyll Doofenshmirtz, a play on Jekyll and Hyde. The other story was their, um, um, Phineas and Ferb's uncle or grandpa, I believe, right? Great, great. Oh, yeah, the grandpa. Da- yeah, because Grandpa Fletcher is back in this one. Malcolm McDowell again. And the story was about them getting into the fa- their favorite, into the monster dance thing. So they had to make a monster because all their other monsters ran away. And what were And they made Perry Frankenstein. Right, and what were their names? Phineas and Ferb. Yes. Well, it was Dr. Phineas Stein, um, like Dr. Frankenstein. Oh. And so it's Frankenstein's monster, Phineas Stein's monster, and Ferbgor, playing the part of Igor, the hunchback. Yes, master. <laughs> Except he, he didn't talk. No, he didn't talk. But that's what Igor would say if there was an Igor. Yes, and then Candace, in this uh, retelling this story... Uh, her character was named Constance. Constance. So yeah, technically there wasn't, they were just telling stories about things that supposedly happened. It was almost like a Halloween episode, sort of. Except they didn't have the Halloween intro, which was later in this, what, there's a Halloween intro. It's like, Mom, uh, videos at Forever making a Halloween special or no, a Christmas special. That's later. I know. I'm just saying they would have that intro. But in the story... Phineas made a monster, the monster being a big Perry, and uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz made the concoction brewinator, which would do what, Callie? Make coffee, which turned him into a monster or a fairy princess. You know, I question even having a fairy princess setting. (laughs) I question making it a coffee machine. Just, why? Why coffee? We have an eight on the formula the only thing missing is uh we don't see where linda went for the day because linda didn't exist she was the mob and uh dr doofenshmirtz didn't say curse you perry the platypus because in the in the he got eaten right and in the larger story he was just telling perry a story and so when they were all done he was like well we'll take it up tomorrow say around uh my evil monologue (laughs) we did have a song that song was called He's Evil-er, and Callie's going to sing a little He's bit of it, He's Evil-er, that ever before, I don't know. No, that's not how it goes. I don't know how He's it goes. He's Evil-er. He's Evil-er. I, I don't think that's even it. a word. He said that in the song. And then the thing that he was doing <laughs> that were so evil were things like saying, you have a spot on your tie, and then flipping him in the nose, and then putting a kick-me sign on somebody's back. and, and Throwing tissue paper on yeah, trees. I mean, like, not, like, prankster-type stuff. There Although, was this one little um, skit in this one show, uh, bringing up a whole other topic, but it's the, basically the same thing. Um, there was this one kid that threw toilet paper onto the tree and says, vandalism. It said vandalism on it. And then there's another kid comes up behind him, he throws toilet paper up there and, says, and, and finishes the sentence that says, is bad. Oh, I see. Yes. And of course, then there's the last little got your nose trick. But, well, I 
don't want to spoil it's it. It's my don't. number two. It's my number two. <gasps> Twins! Well, why don't we just talk about what it is? What is what's the what's the got your nose trick that he does? But we need to do our number three. It's fine. We're already here. Okay, so let's start with number three. No, let's just do the number two. Just go ahead and tell us what the we're in the middle of talking Excuse about. Excuse me. Okay, what, what's the what did he who, whose nose did he get? Perry's. You always see that as a door opens, he reaches up and he's like, "Got your nose!" And then he pulls down and a platypus book. Yes, and he's like, "Oh, book. I really, I really did get your nose." He puts it back on his face, yes, but, it's, like, but it's just well, slightly askew. And then things go poorly for him after that. He gets eaten. No, don't spoil things. What if? What if that's <laughs> on my top three? Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh well. Yeah, actually, it's my number three. There at the end, when uh, when he he says, "I don't know what happens at the end anymore in the story," and then it comes back to the the version because they're basically telling the same story. Both Doctor Doofenshmirtz and Grandpa Fletcher are both telling the same story, right? Mm-hmm. And so they even knew each other back then. Doctor D's leaves off. He's like, "I don't know what happened," and we come back to. Uh, Grandpa Fletcher telling his story, and and we see the Perry monster chewing, and then he spits out the the wand at the Perry. So he actually ate Doctor D or Doctor Jekyll Doofenshmirtz as Jekyll. a as a uh, fairy princess. Also, I would like to point out That's my one number three. thing. I would like to point out one thing in this episode. Um. Isabella says what you doing two times to make up for the five times she hasn't said what you doing. Yeah, she said what you doing to uh, Big Perry, the evil, the platypus monster. Uh, we do have a guest star in this episode, sort of, playing the part of Jameson, who is the butler for Dr. Jekyll Doofenshmirtz, is Greg Ellis. Who is not an actor? I think it's that, supposed to be Roger. It's. I mean, he. It's. That's the drawing, but that's not the voice that they're using. They're not using the voice for Roger. They're oh wait, using... we haven't used for Roger yet. Yeah, he's been on there. Yeah, yeah he was back here in uh, season one, episode six, "Tree to Get Ready." The pigeons were bombing him. Oh, I thought that was the upcoming episode. Okay, cut that part out. I know. Okay, that's fine. But uh, but here they use somebody different, and it's an actor named Greg Ellis, who is best known for playing. Let's see. What's it say here on Wikipedia? Lieutenant Commander Theodore Groves in the Pirates of the Caribbean film series. I have never watched that in my life. Neither have I. But if you have, then you'll recognize that guy, and he does the voice for Jameson. Okay, so what else I want to point out about this episode is when Condice... Constance. Constance. Instead of saying, I'm telling mom, which is the mob... She says, I'm telling mob. Then then gets on her bike, rise out to the angry mob that was just at um, Jekyll's place, um, and says that they are com- building a monster. And they said, did, it, did they do this and this? And they're like, this is different. Come on. Right. So the mob takes the place of mom in this story. I like that her bike was like one of those old 1890s bikes with the really big wheel in the front. I didn't know this. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to point out, and this is, I don't know if this is a recurring gag or not, but uh, as an exclamation, Major Monogram says, cheese and crackers, which, which makes me want to eat cheese and crackers. Just the cheese. I don't like crackers. Here, here it, 
it doesn't sound, but there's an episode coming up, especially it's in, it's in Summer Belongs to You, when he says it. Boy, it sounds like he's saying something else altogether that sort of starts the same way. Uh, so sometimes... He's like, let me catch myself real quick. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And that's probably what they're going for, is just trying to, trying to walk that line. What you should have added instead of cheese and crackers is great googly moogly. Great. Oh, yeah. That's something. Has he, he said that said, yet? He said it like 50 times. Has he said it in, Has he said it yet? I don't know. Great googly moogly. I don't know I think you've said it before. I don't know Be- that he, has. he said it. He said it when they were um, finding Perry's base, remember? Did he? Secret base, yeah. He said he found that Phineas and Ferb. Had he, had he ducked down? Yeah. He said, great, googly moogly. So we've spent quite a bit of time talking about this episode, but I must say, this is kind of one of my favorite episodes, like I've been alluding to That doesn't couple. like the next episode. Yeah. I think Again, it's... listen to the next episode of the podcast, but the next episode of the show is... I think it's sweet. Really, one of, it may be my least favorite of them all. It just annoys me to no end. I think it's nice. But we still have a top three to do. Or we already did our top two. Half of the top... You did your top three. Half of the top three. I've already done my number three, which was uh, the platypus monster coughing out the wand. Callie, what's your number three? My number three is when Dr. Jekyll um, said, I had the Brewinginator on Fairy Princess instead. <laughs> I just oh, thought that was... got turned into a fairy. Yeah, my number three isn't that great. But I only had like f- five written, written down because right. not funny enough, but I still like it. Okay, well, we did our number twos. I mean, there's like a bunch of action scenes that I would love to write down. But I know from experience that I don't know how to write, say out action scenes. I don't know how to like describe it without actually showing it. It's true. It's hard to describe something that is best portrayed as something visual. We've already said our number twos, which is got your nose. So Callie, why don't you? My number one's awesome. Okay, what is it? At the end of the story, um, the grandpa. Says, and that's why there's pumpkins. <laughs> and then Phineas says, wait, you were telling us about a platypus monster. Oh, that sounds great. Tell me about that. And then Ferb, Phineas says, I got nothing. Ferb? Platypus monsters are the only monsters to lay eggs. Spiders. Is that, I was going to say, that must be a callback to something, right? Platypuses are the only platypus. Oh, yeah, that's the first ep- that's yes. the first thing he said, of course. Yes, that's a callback to the first episode that he said. Where I was he about said, to say, platypuses are the only platypuses that lay eggs. Yeah, because in the first episode, <laughs> he said this. They're the only mammals to lay eggs. And then in this episode, he said platypus monsters. Yes. And, um, so my number one is... Spiders are technically monsters, so spiders can lay egg, like eggs, and they're super... I just don't like it. So my number one is after Constance has arrived at the monster show and has found Dance. Dr. Jekyll's uh, concoction brewinator and takes a drink. But of course, now it is set to... The monster. Monster. Yes. And then Jeremiah walks up and he says... Funny, that's actually what Jeremy means. Okay, you can that's right. Yeah, that. Jeremy is short for Jeremiah. And he says... I can't remember a day when you looked more beautiful. And then she suddenly changes into a monster. He's like, well, 
Now I can. <laughs> that was on my list, but I think it wasn't Jer- that funny to me. Jeremy has a lot of good lines. When he, when he says something funny, a lot of times he doesn't, doesn't say anything like he's just there to move the story along, but his lines can be really funny because he's just so laid back and mild-mannered. He's like, yeah, this is normal. Your brothers just built a roller coaster? Okay. That's okay. Well, that's it for this episode. And as usual, we'll remind you that if you want to send us an email, you're welcome to do so. We'll read it. We read every email we receive. Mm-hmm. That are sent to... Callyandherdad.com We've already had Ferb's line and Ferb's line from episode one. So Double we'll, bonus. We'll just call it right there. And... We'll see you next time for the worst episode in the entire run of Phineas and Ferb. I like that episode. It's on my number 10 list. Not 10, 20. Your top 20 list. Uh Uh-huh.